Hello. Hi. How is it going? I'm Sorry, okay. I was getting a drink. You're good. I'm okay. A bit of a headache. Ugh, gross. Drinking some pop, hoping that it goes away. Have you taken anything for it yet? No. You're not really a medicine taker. No, I am not. I hear a weird echo. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, it's because... Okay. Uh, it's because my phone is charging, so I couldn't plug my headphones in. Is this a little bit better or not really? Um. Yes, it is. Okay. So I'll just hold my phone. I was phone hearing then. myself on your end. Ew. <laughs> well, how uh, are you? And, well, uh, I'm hot, dude. It's so fucking hot. I am not built for this. I'm like, I'm angry about it. uh, If I'm being honest with you, (laughs) the Midwest is supposed to be like uh, (laughs) my ancestors moved here because it was similar to where they were from. They were (laughs) cold, cold, cold places. I went outside today because on my days off during the summer, I like to go outside and read. As you should. And I was sweating so much and I had to come yeah. inside and take a second shower. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Was it like, was fucking gross today. Gross. <laughs> it was at least 90 degrees yesterday uh, where mm-hmm. I was. It was fucking terrible. Yeah. My phone says 91 right now. Feels like oh. 98. Oh my God. Uh, our actual temperature is 94. We have a heat advisory. Oh, yeah. We've got that, too. <laughs> and then where is the feels? Oh, it feels like 100 degrees. Humidity is making yeah. it feel hotter. Thanks. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Motherfucker. It's terrible, dude. Like I said, I am not. Uh, my body is not built for shit like this. My body is built to survive <laughs> harsh winters. I can't do hot. Because when you're cold, you can just add more layers. When you're cold, you you just put more on. You can only take off so much, Raina. <laughs> I'm well aware. Uh, so I've just been fucking miserable, dude. And I'm not a small person either. I think that makes that makes kind of a difference. Yeah, I think it does. I have more weight on my body. I've got more fat to like store heat and shit. Uh, it's a, it's a lot. And I'm miserable, so SOS. Whoever's <laughs> controlling the weather, government agents, if you're listening, <laughs> hey, go ahead, make it colder. Haven't you heard that conspiracy <coughs> theory that the government controls the weather? No, but that's not surprising that there is a theory on that. <laughs> I'm Brittany. I'm right. This is uh, this is Chismosis and Chainsaws. This is not a conspiracy theory podcast normally no but that would be funny if we had that that would be great i think it would be a lot more research though yeah that's a lot of fun it's gonna have to wait (laughs) until after i get married because i don't have time (laughs) i can't do this it's like a whole nother job dude (laughs) i still like i know it's gonna get worse because we're really taking it slow as you should yeah I should I mean, not have rushed this. Yeah, dude, I can't believe you guys did. <laughs> Feels crazy to me. I'm loving the long engagement. Aside from people asking me, so when are you going to get married? 
Shut oh your God, ass up. Business. <laughs> shut your ass up. That's when. Yeah, I'm like, uh, lane, shut up. <laughs> How does that? Is it a vine? Mind your business, David. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, that's how I feel. Yes. As, is, uh, that, is that the feeling you're looking for? Yeah. I'm like, what does it matter? <laughs> like, it's I not affecting you. Fun. You're not invited. What the fuck do you care? <laughs> Usually, yeah. It's somebody I'm not paying not for you. <laughs> because that's what this boils down to. Which people yeah. in my life am I willing to pay a lot of money for? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Exhausting. Anyway. This is still Cheesemosas and Chainsaws. Yes. This is not um, just me complaining about this wedding. What are we talking <laughs> about today, Raina? We're talking about Scream. I'm going to call it Scream 5. I'm also going to call it Scream 5. Uh, because it's fucking dumb. It's the fifth Scream movie. Because it's not a reboot. But it's also not a sequel. I would consider this a sequel. I think it's. I said reboot. I meant to say remake. It's not a remake, so I don't think it should be called Scream. Okay. Yes, that's the word. That's different. Mm-hmm. It is kind of a reboot in the same way as as um, Mindy mentions the new Halloween's, <laughs> but like those have so many fucking different timelines. Yeah. There's just one scream time. Yeah. The past matters in this. It all comes back. It all comes back. It all comes back. It does indeed. Um, this came out in 2022. Yes. This was the first movie I saw in theaters this year. This is the most recent movie I have seen this year. <laughs> this is the only movie from this year that I've seen. <laughs> I think that's fair. Uh, that's very funny. Uh, I saw this in theaters twice. I think about that every time I think about this movie. <laughs> and I agree. This was good enough to... I would go back and see this again. I gotta support it. And then the day that it came out digitally, I purchased it. And the day that it came out on DVD, I went to Target and bought it before work. <laughs> Christ. There's a Target right by where I work. It's fine. It's on the way to work. <laughs> Is there a Target over there now? Huh. Yeah. Oh, it's like, no. No. It's like mostly a grocery store, like half grocery store, half Target. Like Target, yeah. Weird. That was not there when I lived no. there. <laughs> no, that was like beginning of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like just before. But it was really good because it meant that we could go and get the stuff that we needed. Excellent. <laughs> without bothering people during the beginning of the pandemic without bothering people um so yes this came out january 2022 do you want to guess what this made i guess the budget i think the budget for this was pretty high i think they knew that they needed to perform here but i don't think the budget necessarily needed to be high because there wasn't a, a whole whole lot of not just fucking acting you know what i mean like there wasn't yeah. a lot of like CGI stuff. There wasn't a lot of weird special effects. Right. Um, I think that the budget for this was $15 million. You're a little low. Ooh, $20 million? The budget for this was $24 million. Damn, my next guess was going to be $25. <laughs> but you were pretty close. Uh, now, do you want to guess what this made in the box office? 
this okay i would like uh, to ask some range questions don't ask me about previous box offices i'm not gonna ask you about previous box offices (laughs) this came out (laughs) january of 2022 yes i don't recall were we still afraid of the pandemic or well it was not you gotta remember that we were also people weren't really afraid because remember december was spider-man did Spider-Man people, make a lot of money? Spider-Man made a shit ton of money. Okay. So um, we were not Spider-Man that, we were afraid, still... but not that afraid. Yeah. Okay. Cautious, but people were showing up to the movies again. Interesting. Okay. Also keep in mind that it took maybe a month or so before they announced that they were making a Scream 6. Oh. So we, we know that there's a Scream 6. Is it more than or less than $150 million? A little less. <laughs> $147 million. This made $140 million. God damn. But that's That's so much money. For a slasher for a January release. During the pandemic? Yeah. Unbelievable. Well done, everybody. We've done it. Like, January, historically, is a bad time for most (laughs) businesses, right? Like, because you're coming off of the holidays. Nobody wants to spend money. You've just spent all your money on the winter holidays. Yeah. But yeah, so $140 million. That's a shit ton of money. That's a lot of money. I'd be okay with $24 million. I I would be good with one. <laughs> um, the poster. Have you seen it? Let me Google it. I know that if I letterboxed it, it's going to turn off this audio. Hold on a minute. Oh, yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> um, Screen five. But um, one of the posters where it's got like all of them. Jesus. Yes, it's got all of them. Aw, Sydney Prescott right in the fucking. Uh, the little thing that says the killer is on this poster. I like that. The killer is on this poster. Uh, so, this was directed by the guys from Radio Silence, who also hey. directed Ready or Not. And it's written by the same Which guys. Which we love. Yes, we do love Ready or Not. We love Ready or Not. Um, this was a big deal because it was the first in the series not to be Directed by Wes Craven. And not to May be... May he rest in peace. True. May his memory be a blessing. To Wes. <laughs> to Wes. Um, I loved all of the Wes references in this, though. It was very nice. I hate it was that really guy sweet. that plays Wes. <laughs> Me too. But also, I was I took a note and was like, "Do you think that they did this on purpose? Like, I know they did this on purpose, obviously, but like, do you think oh, that's the sure. reason I think it is? And it totally is. Um, because right <laughs> after we see him get killed, life. and then there's yeah. a party for him, you're like, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm trying to drink this pop, it is uh, helping my headache. That's excellent. <laughs> what kind of pop is it? Uh, orange Mango. Ooh, yeah, that's is it good. Diet Coke? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I don't like Are diet you... pops. They taste different. Weird taste. 
Do you, are you a Coke person or a Pepsi person? I prefer Coke. My parents are Coke people. My mom's parents were Pepsi people. Interesting. And I think that that's why my mom is a Coke person. That would do it. That would do it. Growing up, my grandmother was a Pepsi person. My grandpa literally only drank Mountain Dew when he drank pop. My aunt only drank Diet Coke. And my mom only drank Diet Pepsi. Strange. Uh-huh. Yeah, Super my parents weird. are Coke people. My dad likes Mountain Dew. My mom likes a Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper's weird for me. It's kind of overwhelming. It's a lot happening. It's because there's 23 flavors in it. Or whatever the fuck. I have to really, really be in the mood for that. And Mm -hmm. I rarely am. I like a root beer. (laughs) I really, the only pop I drink anymore is Verner's, honestly. Good for you. Because I also, (laughs) as soon as you brought up that the gentleman, uh, like a little something bubbly at the end of the night a little something sweet <laughs> i was like damn that's such a good idea so we started buying first, and i like to drink it out of a champagne glass because it makes me feel fancy Ooh, nice I and like that's that. called self-care good for you i love that for you um so after the whole thing with um harvey weinstein mm-hmm and the closure of the Weinstein Company, the rights to the Scream franchise were obtained by Spyglass Media Group in late 2019. Should that name be familiar to me or no? eh, It's just a production company. It's not necessarily... You said they're called Spyglass? Yeah. I think you would know their little logo if you saw it, but I don't expect you to know the name. Ah, yes. No, I know them. Yeah. Um, and then Kevin Williamson was brought on as an executive producer, not as a writer. And then confirmed that the film would not be a reboot. And then, and all this is happening, like, just at the beginning of the pandemic. And then, of course, production was delayed after the confirmation of... Nev Campbell, David Arquette, and Courtney Cox. I hear a weird echo again. Sorry. I think you might be too far away. Is that a little bit better or not really? Let me say some things. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I moved you too far away. I just don't want you to hear me eat. Caleb brought me dinner. I appreciate the concern. Um, filming took place between September and November of 2020. That's really quick. Yeah. And in classic Scream fashion, numerous versions of the screenplay were produced and lots of additional scenes were filmed. That checks out. Um, let's see. I would in expect Right. <laughs> in 2011, Wes Craven confirmed that he was contracted to work on a fifth and sixth installment if the fourth film was successful. Which and it really certainly wasn't. was. Not? No, it did poorly. People don't like that one. <laughs> Is that the one? Hold on. It's the one with That's... Emma Roberts. Yes. 
Yeah, that was like great. It. it was okay. I liked it. It is probably my third favorite now. The original will always be my favorite Scream movie. Oh, of course. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Duh. That's a perfect, perfect film. That's a five-star movie. Five-star movie. <laughs> um, Kevin Williamson also confirmed he had contractual obligations. Um, but that nothing was finalized. And then, let's see. The problem is, I did this like a week ago. <laughs> so- yes. I'm like skimming all these notes. I'm like, what the fuck? Um, apparently, in September of 2013, Harvey Weinstein expressed his interest in a fifth installment, Gross. stating, "I'm begging Bob Weinstein to do the movie and just end it. We've milked that cow, and I hate that. <laughs> just the way that that's worded. I Completely also don't. Man, fuck with, you, Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, just a fucking creep." Uh, in 2014, Kevin Williamson expressed doubt on a fifth film ever happening, saying, I guess Scream 4 never took off in a way they hoped. So really, like, we hoped that this was coming, but we didn't actually think this was coming? Was this... Yeah. I mean, clearly it was well-received. This one was, yes. Yeah. Mm. I wonder what made them finally go, yeah, you know what, fuck it. Well, because they just... Sold it, sold the rights to a different company. Okay, that checks out. <laughs> Thank you for connecting those dots. I was like, huh, weird. <laughs> um. Um. Apparently, uh, one of the guys from Radio Silence, James Vanderbilt presented the script to Kevin Williamson and asked him to be a part of the film. He originally turned the offer down, claiming he Ooh. didn't want to be involved in the screen project without Wes Craven. That's... Um, and then later, he contacted him and was like, well, no. It was basically like, it should be made as tribute to him. So, he decided to join the film. For Wes. Um, yeah, for Wes. <laughs> Why did I do this? In the midst of the production, the studio got cold feet on killing off Dewey. Oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler Dewey alert. Sorry. <laughs> That's a pretty big thing. <laughs> it was huge, dude. Watching. I did not see that coming at all. I did not um, expect that. Apparently... Yeah, the studio got cold feet and requested that they shoot an alternate scene showing him surviving, which the directors did with, quote, no intention of ever fucking using it. Period. They knew what they were doing. Yeah, I mean, like... That's a big... It's a big move, but, like... That's a big... Yeah. If you're trying to bring the franchise back... That's like putting your entire 12-inch penis just on a table. You know? Just flopping it up there. Like, that's... You're really sending the message. You're saying what you're saying. <laughs> Thanks for you know? elaborating further, because I truly didn't know what was happening <laughs> with that sentence. <laughs> so, like, like, I'm, I'm not going to say that's big dick energy, <laughs> um, but, like, you're, you're fucking saying it with your chest, buddy. 
<laughs> you're going balls out. Like, you're doing it. Um, apparently this was projected to have somewhere between 25 to, like, 30 million opening. Uh, the film earned 13.3 million on the first day. And for the four-day weekend, earned about 34 million. Hilarious. Becoming the first film to dethrone Spider-Man No Way Home. Which was a big deal, and I think that that was good. But also, we have to recognize that Spider-Man No Way Home had been out for a month at that point. Um, This is interesting. Men made up 53% of the audience during the opening. Hmm. Weird. Um... Yes. It says that the film dropped out of the box office top ten. I hear an echo. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Is that better? Uh, yes. <laughs> it's just because it sounds like a walkie-talkie echo. Damn. No. I hate it so much. I can't listen I'm to so it. I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I really I uh, just don't want you to hear me eat my dinner. I know. <laughs> uh, it's homemade hamburger helper. Vegan hamburger helper. It's delicious. Oh, very nice. A lot of lentils. Lentils are good. Underrated, I think. I agree. Wholeheartedly. Great source of protein. (laughs) Very filling. Oh, gross. What? Um, Watch those people might be coming over. And we will play games. Ew. Ah. I wanted to watch Glee. (laughs) I can't do that with Unfortunate. other house. <laughs> you can't hang out anyway. and have a headache. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> um, the film dropped out of the box office top 10 in its 10th weekend, which I feel like is a big That's deal. That's kind of a long time. That's a, kind of a long time. That's over okay. two months. Yeah. I need to hurry up with these fucking notes because I got a lot of notes on it. Um, on I have a, this is going to be a long episode. Buckle it's up. It's going to be a long episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. You know what you're getting yourself into. When you it's get the two thoughts talking about a screen movie. <laughs> uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a 76%. Mm. With the website saying, the fifth scream finds the franchise working harder than ever to maintain its meta edge. Yes. And succeeding surprisingly often. Um... Most people really liked it. Most critics seemed to like it. (laughs) Um, The Chicago Tribune said, if we were to make a franchise reboot comparison, Scream lands about halfway between the pretty good 2018 Halloween and the follow-up Halloween Kills. Hmm. People really don't seem to like Halloween Kills. I didn't mind it. (laughs) I was going to say, I don't remember you complaining about it. <laughs> it's fine. I'm, it's not like it's going to stop me from seeing the third one. So Fair enough. You know what you're about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, People either like really appreciated it or they seem to just think that it was kind of a Bloth attempt at a reboot. But for the most part, people liked it. Interesting. Um, 
So the performances of the cast were particularly praised. Um, Nev Campbell was acclaimed for her performance and was noted for her fresh take on Sydney Prescott. I adore her in everything, but particularly as Sydney Prescott. <laughs> the Hollywood Reporter wrote that it's a pleasure to see Campbell again in fine form as Sydney, striding back into Woodsboro to take care of unfinished business. Mm-hmm. And Elle magazine named Nev Campbell the reigning queen of Scream. Period. And said that Sydney might not have that impact on people were it not for Campbell's portrayal, rife with vulnerability, intelligence, and a palatable dose of humor. Ah. Uh, that's then... 100% correct. Like, what that's a true. high compliment to give to an actress. You have made this character so complex that otherwise, like, nobody else could play her but you. Truly. Um, a sixth film was officially greenlit on February 3rd, 2022. Uh, Courtney Cox confirmed her involvement in March. Um, and then in May, it was announced that one, two, three, four, the four like surviving characters are going to return. And then um, the next day, it was announced that Hayden Panettiere... Would. We do this every time. I know. I, I'm looking at it, though, and I can sound it out. Outstanding. It's when I'm not, it's when I'm not reading it. And I'm like, what the fuck? how do you spell it? What how does it? it look? But when I'm reading it, I can read it. Um, but then it was, it was announced that she was coming back as Kirby from Scream 4, which is a really, really big deal. Oh, because it all comes back. It all comes back. It all comes back. It's true. There is one last previewing note. Okay. Um, so you are not on Facebook as often anymore. You're not really on social media as no. of late. No. Um, horrible, horrible news. Oh, um, no. Nev Campbell is not coming back for Scream 6. What? Um, oh. She confirmed this i think like last week oh my god it's a very difficult decision to move on um she's saying that they're not paying her enough that's fucked up give nev campbell what she's worth she said as a woman i have had to work extremely hard in my career to establish my value especially when it comes to scream i felt the offer that was presented to me did not equate the value i have brought to the franchise Give Nev Campbell what she deserves. And then there's all like um, Jamie Kennedy and Matthew Lillard have like made statements on it about just like, why would you not? She is the movie. Correct. Like we wouldn't be talking about this movie without her. Were it not for her. That's really fucked up. Um, shame yeah. on them so that's really sad but that was my last preview I know <laughs> sorry to end it on a downer oh, that really sucks because I love her she really I mean I know we've already said this multiple times but like she, truly she is the movie yeah we can always expect Sydney Prescott to save the fucking day because she's kick-ass. Right. right. 
that really, really sucked. That sucks. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to get into it then? Yeah. All right. Let's do it. it. My very Our first note. What's yours? <laughs> says she's got asthma and the killer does not give a fuck. <laughs> Which like logically makes sense. But I'm also like, damn, that's fucking cold. <laughs> You're really going to pick first... on this bitch with asthma? <laughs> Didn't you watch any of those bullying movies in school? <laughs> Did they make you guys episodes... watch those? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, uh, awkward. I mean, I went to Catholic school. Did you guys not have to have, like, big anti-bullying campaigns? There's definitely not bullying I can in remember. school. No. Damn. Uh, my first note says, Jenna Ortega is my queen. I love her. I'm so glad to see her in more things. That's the older sister? That's the younger sister. The younger sister. Beautiful. Yeah. So that's Tara. Tara. She is. I'm really excited. She's going to play Wednesday Adams. <gasps> Wednesday Adams show on Netflix. I'm really excited. Wow. She is also in the sequel to The Babysitter. And I know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and she's in this <laughs> horror movie that came out. I don't remember if it was this year or last year. I think it was this year. Called X. That eventually I would love to watch. Because I think you would really enjoy it. It's just the letter X? Yeah. It's um, these people and they're trying to make a porno. And they go to this farm. Oops. <laughs> and they're like renting out like this back house from this old couple. And there's some really creepy parts of it. But she's really good in that too. <sighs> she's so beautiful. Oh, Brittany Snow's I... in it. Yes, Brittany Snow is in it as well. And she's really good in it as well. So I'm really glad to see her like do something <laughs> that I can support. They really... I didn't like her in prom night i think that was the last thing we watched that had her in it i think so too um second note just all caps says what's your favorite scary movie that's my next note too uh she's like oh elevated horror shut up shut up (laughs) shut up (laughs) you can enjoy the babadook i love hereditary I'm sure that she loves Midsummer too. Like, all that shit's good. But there's nothing like a shitty slasher. And there's nothing wrong with a fucking slasher either. Like, can we stop gatekeeping the horror genre? Yeah. I think that that's so fucking gross. Like, anytime I go into, like, a like a social media type of space where people are talking about horror films, I always get really excited because I want to see what types of things, like, what do you recommend? Did you like this? Did you not like this? And there's this idea that, like, if you only like slashers or if you only like this type of horror movie, then you're, like, not a serious enough fan. And I think that's such horse shit. Just let people like what they like. But also, you don't have to class it up. Yeah. You can say that There's you like the things that are gory. You can say that you like the things that feel kind of yucky. It's okay. Right. You don't have to overanalyze it. I agree. And I think that it's fun to watch elevated horror. Absolutely. Like, it's fun to think 
and to try and fill back those layers. That's it. That's the title. Um, it's fun, it's fun to, to think. think. But like, you know what I mean? Like to try and really yes. get into whatever headspace that this director is really trying to provide. Absolutely. I think that there's definitely something to be said about that. But also... It doesn't always have to be that way. Give me a guy in a mask with a knife. Like, it's fine. That's, <laughs> that one's easy enough to understand. Sometimes I don't yeah. want to have to use my brain. <laughs> you hate the, br- the ring. I hated that. <laughs> I hated that. But Midsummer, Excellent. That's a five-star film. That's one of my favorite movies. That's a great fucking movie. It's an excellent movie. There's nothing wrong with liking elevated horror. But I also really, really fuck with like gross supernatural gore stuff like I, it's fine sometimes right. it can just be yucky <laughs> sometimes it can just be scary it doesn't have to be complex the bad guy can just be a bad guy for the sake of being a bad guy right my next note just says billy loomis and Stu mocker <laughs> I am trying to figure out what the fuck these notes are about, to be honest with you, because I took these notes a week ago. It's been a while, I know. This is bonkers, bro. How is this happening? And she just now notices it. Just don't answer. Why is this hard? This isn't Amber. (laughs) Uh, My next note is a quote. Do you think I made it in the house before you hit the alarm? That was really scary. It's this does a very good job of like being that homage to the original yes and really creating that like suspense of fuck (laughs) there's one person in the house alone there's one person outside of the house maybe they're in the house (laughs) it just does a very good job of creating that tension yeah my next note says oof the ankle and the stab to her hand <laughs> bro the this ankle was a... rough the ankle was fucking rough to watch tara gets beat the fuck up in this movie her friend did not care yeah which again homage to billy and stew she's basically i'm our feeling a little woozy here <laughs> Um, and then we cut to, um, Sam and Richie. Do you recognize Richie? Stu, but honestly, no. He is in Tragedy Girl. What is his real name? Uh, something Quaid. I forget what his real name is. I wrote it down somewhere. Quaid tragedy. Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. Yes. He's Dennis Quaid's and Meg Ryan's son. Ah, well, that explains it. Um, He's not a bad looking dude. He looks just like a skinnier version of his dad, I think. With like just enough Meg Ryan thrown in there. Yeah, he's handsome. I can see it. Um, my next note is a note. He says, you are my boner pills. I, I hated that. Fucking disgusting. <laughs> Hold on. I definitely, I feel like I should have a note on that. 
I definitely don't. That's really, that makes me anxious. Um, but he says it because we see, we're going to see Sam taking these meds. These the meds. We learned they're her antipsychotics. Which, yes. say la vie, baby. Yeah, that's what you need. I don't care. It's not my business. Um, but she gets a call from Wes letting her know that Tara has been brutally attacked <laughs> by some douchebag in a ghost face mask. Um, and then we cut to a classic scene at the high school of all the friend groups sitting together. We love that. Um, the principal's voice that we can hear is Drew Barrymore. Really? Oh, it all comes back. It all comes back. It all comes oh, yeah. back. There's a lot of little voice cameos. That's sweet. Little Easter eggs. That's yes. so tender. <laughs> my next quote no, is a quote. He wants me to accept his find my fam request. <laughs> Which I think is adorable. Um, I think that's really tender. Yeah, it's Please what's her face? Except my find my fam request. Yeah, it's Liv and Chad <laughs> who are dating. We don't see a lot of Liv in this movie. This no. is one of the like handful of times that we'll see her. Um but she won't have sex with him. And he's like, Okay, that's fine. But there's a killer sure. on the loose. And then Wes is over there going, no, no, no. Nobody should know where you are. <laughs> and then we find Which... out that Wes is Deputy Judy's son. Bisexual Judy. <laughs> Sheriff Judy. My mistake. Bisexual Sheriff Judy. Her crazy eyes are a bit more toned down in this one. <laughs> I loved seeing her as a mother. I thought that that was so sweet. Very sweet. Um, I don't like how she fucking talks to Sam later, though. But we're not No, I didn't like that. <laughs> um, we see a glimpse of Vince, some guy leaning against a car, in this scene. And that I feel like that's a wasted character. In my opinion. Who is Vince? He's played, he's played by Kyle Garner, who we have seen in Jennifer's Body. Kyle. He plays Vince. Um, Liv sees him. And he just gets in his car. And it, he's the one that gets killed later outside the bar. Oh, yeah, man. Fuck that guy. A waste of the character. Like, sacred. <laughs> I, I his death scene is very fucking cool, but a waste of time. I agree. Um, why would someone in a ghost face mask want to kill your sister? Like how how do I know that? Do I look like a cop? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I don't know. So you gotta also go back and you should watch it because. Um, just, like, the way that he, like, looks at her after she, like, looks away is just, like, so suspicious. It's always the boy. It's always the love interest. It is always the love interest. Except that one time it wasn't. 
Um. So then she goes back. <laughs> I don't know where this note is, but I can't wait to get to it. <laughs> Do you want to tell me the note? We all know he was your dad, bro. When Sam's <laughs> driving in the car and she finds out, she's like having this hallucination that uh, Billy is her dad. And we're like, yeah, I get it. We all knew that. We knew that. That's so. <laughs> That's so far from now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm at. Uh, she's just getting to the hospital to see her sister. <laughs> And then, um, uh, weird noises. There we go. Echo. <laughs> Are you there good? You go. I think so. Okay. You sound like muffled. Motherfucker. And I okay, what it. about like this? I don't know. Say something. I don't know. What do you need me to say? Is this okay? Yeah, I can hear you more now. Oh, fuck yeah. You okay. were muffled. Oops. The, like, only, the only note that I have about uh, that random character's death <coughs> is, Christine, is that you? <laughs> I just have one quote before Vince's death. Because um, it's when they're in the bar, which, why the fuck, what bar are they in that's just letting in these high school kids? Correct. Um, but they're, like, playing pool or whatever. And Chad goes, Sam's the coolest. And Mindy says, you only say that because she let you wear Pokemon onesies to bed for a year. And he just goes, that's true. It's a true statement. It's a true statement. You got me there, dude. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then we cut to Vince outside after they all get kicked out of this bar. For some reason, he's peeing on the side of this bar. Weird man peeing. Pulled a knife. <laughs> and then, yeah, ghost face. Um... Like, breaks into his car, starts playing Red Right Hand, which is iconic. Um, but I also thought Christine. <laughs> but I think that that's a really cool death, and I think that it's sad that it went to some that guy we is. don't know anything about. <laughs> I don't know what my next note is about, but it says belly hallucination. Oh, yeah. My next note says Skeet Ulrich. Chef's kiss. <laughs> I love him. He's great. I love him. I think the de aging is weird. Yes. And I don't think it's entirely successful. No. Because I don't <laughs> think it ever is. No. <laughs> it looks bad. Um, yeah. That's probably, besides the Vince character, is my least favorite thing about this movie. Just. I mean, I know that they had to do it, but, like, did they? <laughs> did they, though? You just throw him in there. Because he's, he's not the same. He's aged, as everyone has. And I, I think it what... would be okay for her to, like, be able to imagine her father as an older man. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the solution there is. But I don't. Show like me the real thing, <laughs> I think I would have just preferred that. I love him. Um, love Dewey. Oh. Poor little baby. I have notes before that because there's the Deputy Judy scene. Or Sheriff Judy. Sheriff like, Judy! Oh my notes say Deputy. <laughs> um, 
so Sam gets like attacked in the like break room. I don't know where she is. I think they called it a break room in the hospital. Yeah. So she gets attacked and then Judy shows up. She's like, I was interrogating your friends because Richie's like, well, we already know he's got a clone of your cell and he's just conveniently unaccounted for. Right. Um, And Sheriff Judy's response is she's like, oh, well, I'll move you to a private floor. Like, absolutely not. That's the worst place you could put her. That's such a bad move. You want to put her on the busiest fucking floor where there's a lot of people. So that everybody can see what's happening to her. Exactly. Um, my immediate next note is, I hate Judy. Why is she such a bitch to Sam for no good reason? Oops. Like, like I get it. Sam had problems and she acted out. But also... She's there she, for her sister now. Right. And she's a whole grown ass adult now. She's not a kid anymore. Yeah. Like you don't you don't know her. And she's like, why don't you just leave this town for people who actually care about it? It's like it's not about the fucking town. It's about her sister. Right. I don't give a shit about Wordsboro. I give a shit about my little sister. Right. Um, and then I have notes about Dewey. That poor little baby. <laughs> We see a picture of him and Gail. It was framed. And we see the urn with Tatum's name on it. And he sits down to watch Gail's show. And it's so sad. I almost cried. That's the saddest (laughs) fucking thing. And, like, I get it. I get it. It makes sense. But also, why? It's just very sad. But I'm also... I don't... I like that there's a mention of Tatum. I feel like we never talk about Tatum after. We don't talk about Tatum. Um, My next note is a quote. uh, Because I'm trying to get into there to talk to Zooey. And he's like, give me one good reason. (laughs) She just goes, I'm Billy Loomis' daughter. She goes, that's a terrible reason. That's a terrible reason. Um, my next note says, never trust the love interest. That's my next note! Like, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> listen, listen to him. He knows. Leave Sydney out of this. Oh my god, just let her live her life. Yeah, my next note says, Sydney, all caps, parts. I have so many notes. Um, she also mentions Mark and the girls. I wonder if there's all these people assume that Mark means Mark Kincaid from Scream 3. Say that again. I'm sorry. People have made the assumption that it is Mark Kincaid from the third one. Who is Mark Kincaid from the third one? He is the detective that is working. Yeah, it's McDreamy. But, like, who do we think that is related? I don't know what that... what, What? He's, uh, oh, fuck, what is his real name? Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Yes. So, wait, I but I missed the part before that. Oh, she says something about Mark and the kids. Who says something about Mark and the kids? <gasps> Sydney. Oh, Sydney does. Oh, my God. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. Um, Dewey says something about this one just feels different. And that's sad. 
And then <laughs> Nev Campbell's got the great fucking line. I'm Sydney fucking Prescott. Of course I have a gun. Of course I have a gun. Um, my next note says Dewey's song theme, whatever it is. <laughs> it's so sad. Just thinking about it. Yeah. And then we see the Randy Meeks Memorial Theater. Bro. <laughs> Which is so sad. So fucking sad. So fucking sad. And then we get to see Randy's sister again, and that's fun. And I love um, the little shrine that they have for him. I think that that's really it's sweet. It's very nice. It's really wholesome. Uh, that girl reminds me of you, Raquel. The way that she's like, no, no, no. Let me talk to you about their rules. Oh, Mindy? Uh, oh, it says requel. Re- we- requel. 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 I said I like, Raquel. What the fuck what is the Raquel? Fuck? I can't even yeah, write my own name. Is Mindy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Uh, truly I have no idea I'm so bad with character names Uh, if you're not Sydney or Gail or Dewey I don't fucking care (laughs) no um yeah when my mom saw it she also made the colors that's you (laughs) that's you um I have a quote from Dewey right before that because they're all accusing each other of being the killer (laughs) yeah and Wes is like well I think it's Dewey and he's like, why? And he's like, lists off all these reasons. Like, oh, your big shot wife left you. You have no job. You're an you're alcoholic. An alcoholic. <laughs> and Dewey goes, well, maybe you're the killer because that cut deep. That cut deep. <laughs> it's just. You Dewey's didn't just need trying to, be to help mean you to guys. Like that. He's just there trying to help you guys not get fucking murdered. Correct. Like, he's been through this a time or two. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> Period. Um, and then my next note, all caps, requel. Requel! <laughs> and then my next note, Mindy is also a queen. Um, my next note says Sheriff Judy. <laughs> Disappointing that bisexual Judy Hicks went down so quickly. <laughs> you keep saying... Bisexual Judy Hicks and not talking about the fact that we actually have a bisexual woman in this. We, I, yeah. Yeah, that's true. But we haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I know. We haven't gotten there. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I want Judy Hicks to be a recognized member of the bisexual community, goddammit. I'm claiming her as ours. I'm not claiming her as anything. She's a bitch. <laughs> she can She's be a bitch and be a bisexual. Those two things are not mutually exclusive. It's rude to Sam for no fucking reason. Get over it. I'm glad she got murdered. I think she's annoying. I'm Sam. I do think I do think it's really funny. Um because the ghost space calls her and asks her what her favorite scary movie is, and she goes, I prefer animated films and musicals. <laughs> she really you didn't have to say it like that. You know what I mean? Like it's just really funny. It's uh, it's fucking weird. You didn't have to say it like that, Judy. Everything she does is weird. <laughs> Judy, this is weird. Judy, you're right. Um, I do want to know. <clears throat> Ghostface is like sparkly in this scene when he kills Judy and he kills Wes. Oh, I didn't notice that. 
It's weird. I don't know if it's like the, just the sun hitting it, and we're used to seeing him at night, but it's weird. Hmm. Um, I like that there's a little note on the fridge that says "Lemon Squares in the fridge." A call back to a previous film where we find out that she's bisexual. <laughs> it all comes back. It all comes back. It all comes back. Oh, my next note says Gail motherfucking Weathers. My next note says, what an effect. And it's a picture of the knife going, like, through the side of the neck and, like, out the other chunk of skin. Uh, that's when, um, when Judy's... Oh, Judy. that was Wes. Yes. That was Judy's son, Wes. Yeah. Yes. It's very good, I think. That was graphic. That was a lot yeah. to look at with my eyes. But, well done. Yes. I agree. After that, I think that there's Gail. No, (laughs) I think that there are pretty consistently good effects in the screen movies, and I'm glad that this one lived up to that. Lived up to that for sure. Because I mean, it it went through some times that they could have been some really bad fucking effects, and I think that they're pretty consistent in style. Um, my next note says, so Dewey just left her in the middle of the night. I'm still really confused as to what the fuck happened. That's what it sounded like to me. Them asking Dewey to retire. Oh, yeah. That's sad. That's really fucking sad, dude. Um, my next note says, please don't disconnect from your hospital machines yourself. Oh, yeah. I have notes before that. Okay. Um, when Richie is in the hotel room and he's watching the, like, conspiracy or whatever, the YouTube stuff, um, the couple that's talking about Stab 8, mm-hmm. they are dead meat. That's so fucking cool! Um, so, that was really fun to see that in theaters and kind of be the only one that was excited to see them. <laughs> that's super fucking cool. Um, but also that screenshot has been analyzed a lot online uh, because it confirmed that Kirby was alive before they had announced, before they had gotten the sequel and announced that she would be coming back. Because there's like the recommended videos on mm-hmm. the side. Mm-hmm. And one of them was like interview with Kirby Reed, Survivor. <laughs> and then one of the other videos says something about... It's like a conspiracy video on whether or not Stu Mocker is alive. Is he alive? What do you think? I don't think so. I don't think someone could survive to be being slammed on their face. I think that someone could survive that. I don't think someone could survive that plus all the other wounds that he sustained. Fair enough. I mean, he was already feeling a little woozy. I'm a here. <laughs> Not to mention how mad his mom and dad are going to be. <laughs> I think that's, um, man, thanks for that, Shaggy. We love you. <laughs> it's fucking Stab 8. Just call it Stab 8. Just call it Stab 8. Um, but yeah, and then my note says, I can't believe the cop just abandons Tara at the hospital. Like, what the Bro, fuck? Bro, what you can't do the that. fuck? And he's like, I just heard about the sheriff. It's like, yeah, what are you going to do about it? She's dead already. 
move on. They got other cops there. Your job is to guard that teenage girl at the hospital. Yeah. You have one job. It's to watch She doesn't get fucking murdered. Unfortunately. Um, I love... So then we cut to Tara alone at the hospital. And she's watching Dawson's Creek. Hilarious. Very fun. I love the reference. Um, and then my next note says, oh, Brittany's going to hate Tara taking out her IV. It just, it's, don't do that. You don't know what you're fucking doing. Stop that. I mean, her wheeling she, herself around also looks fucking excruciating. She does a fair, I think that Jenna Ortega is a very good actress. And I just want to keep seeing her in horror movies. I think that she just showed, like, it looks fucking painful. And I'm like, all these wounds are fake. <laughs> How it's are you hard to remember feelings. You get, like, caught up in the movie and you're like, damn, they're really doing a good job. Yeah. She well, does an excellent job of portraying the fucking pain that one would be in while trying to do that. Um, next note is a quote. Maybe you're too weak for this franchise. Yikes. Um, and then, of course comes Dewey's death. No, I'm not there yet. You're not there yet? Nope. Okay. <laughs> My next note says, Richie being there is suspicious, but we all know he's a red herring. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, quote, I'll make sure to hit all the organs I missed last time. Ooh, yeah. Painful. That was really fucked up, dude. This is, this is a hardcore ghost face. This, yeah. Yeah, they're not fucking around. Uh, no. Dewey always was a terrible shot. Well, and then, like, like, I get it. You know you have to go for the head, but maybe take this small win and live to see another day. Just get out of there. Um, My next note yeah, in all so caps is, is, Dewey, no! <laughs> My next note is the quote, it's an honor. Okay, but it is, though, you know? Like, yeah. I, okay. <laughs> I, I get it. And then my note, um, Dewey dying as he sees Gail's name on his phone. Breaks my is heart. fucking heartbreaking. Breaks my heart. Who is Sam's mama? Who's her mom? We don't yeah. know. Who? We don't know. I don't have an answer for you. I hate that. <laughs> um, I hate that. Why don't we know that? Why didn't they tell us that, do you think? Because <laughs> um, it's not about that. You just gotta not think about that. The important thing is that her dad is Billy Loomis. <laughs> that just seems weird and patriarchal and shitty. Why? Because why are you beholden to only your dad's DNA. Like she goes through well, this whole. Not. It's the it's the internal debate that your dad was a psychotic killer. For sure. That's a hard thing, I would imagine, to try and move past. I would guess. It sounds like her mom's a drunk. I don't blame her. Oh no, definitely not. I don't blame her. I don't know. I think it's weird. 
my next note says, no, so. no, this is where you say, I'll be right back. Who is that? Too? I have no idea. Somebody was leaving. <laughs> my next note is, a, my next couple of notes are quotes. Uh, Sam says, we're going to get the fuck out of Woodsboro. And then um, after Sydney has shown back up and she approaches, her and Gail approach Sam and they're like, well, come on, like, let's fucking finish this thing. And Sam goes, you want me to help you and the host of a morning show commit murder? Yeah. And then my next note says, oh, here we fucking go, boys. One, two, three, Turner Lane. Hate that. And then my next note says, four West with a heart. Wait, I don't think I'm there yet. You're not there yet. Where are you? <laughs> Honestly, I don't really know, to be honest with you. Uh, my next note in all caps says, gay question mark exclamation point. Not gay. Sad face. That's definitely in reference to the girls. To which girls? Um... <sighs> The girls in the basement. Oh, Amber and Mindy? Yep. I think you're past for Wes then. Yeah. All I have, so I have who is Sam's mama? No, no, this is where you say, I'll be right back. Gay? Not gay. I mean, half gay. But we're not there yet. We don't know that yet. I think you're past for Wes. Did I? My next note says yeah, this poor jock next- boy. Yeah. Because my notes go for Wes, and then my next note says Amber and Mindy's basement scene. Hilarious. Okay. Oops. So, for Wes, um, during the toast, yeah. there is Henry Winkler's voice, Adam Brody's voice, Hayden Panettiere, um, Wes Craven's widow. Oh. Oh, my God. From the original Scream. Um, Marco Beltrami, who did the music for the original Scream and I think the sequels, besides this one. Ugh. There's, yeah, there's a lot. That's fucking sad, but also, like, good for y'all. I'm glad. I like it a lot. I like it. Um, but yeah, then my next note was about Amber and Mindy's basement scene. <laughs> <coughs> it's very much... I think that it was pretty obvious that Amber was one of the killers. I want to know, like, how she did it, though, because she had good alibis the whole time. She had good alibis the whole time, but also, like, Richie was pretty consistently with Sam, and I'm pretty sure timeline-wise it would make sense for Amber to have done it all. Like, the majority of it. Yeah. Besides the hospital one, I think. Like, she definitely killed Dewey. Yeah. Maybe she didn't kill Judy and Wes, but I think she might have. I know there's a lot of people online that try to, like, break it down. Ugh. Um, My next note says, for Dewey! (laughs) Um, it's pretty funny, um, because Sydney says Billy Loomis started all this and I think it's just really really funny there were a lot of people online I was in this scream Facebook group for a while and I left it because it was just fucking annoying after a while (laughs) um 
but there were all these people that were like, but they really didn't start it. It was all because of Roman. And I was like, it doesn't, Roman sucked. Shut the fuck up. Just because you're correct doesn't mean you're interesting. Yeah, so every time she mentions Billy Loomis starting all of this, I just wrote, haha, fuck you, Roman. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, Roman. Um, then my next note is about Chad getting stabbed. Which he one is Chad? The jock. <gasps> Beautiful, okay. He gets stabbed a lot, a lot of times. A lot of times. That, I don't think he would have lived. I also don't think he would have lived. And it's fine, but like, that was a lot of times. That's a lot of times. And that one's definitely Amber. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, and then they show up, Sam and Tara and Richie, because Tara doesn't have her inhaler. And so that's why they're going to Amber's house. <coughs> is to get her spare. Um, so they go in. Amber tries to shut down the party. And they kick everybody out. Um, at some point, there's a line that says, Someone's goofy-ass dad is kicking us out of the party. Uh, that's Jamie Kennedy's voice. I swear to God. And that's I the last little thing that I have about <laughs> voiceovers. Somebody's goofy-ass dad. It's really funny. <laughs> Jesus. Um, and then I have a note of... Because <laughs> Richie... Everybody's, like, pretty much left. Mm-hmm. Oh, and we see Mindy making out with the girl. Which I love. I love Mindy. I think she's so fucking cool. She's super um, cool. And she's very beautiful. Also, uh, by Pride. <laughs> Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. And if you're a homophobe, um, stop fucking listening right now. Get out of here. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, But so... Everybody's basically left, and then Richie goes, and he's, like, looking in the fridge for beer, and I'm like, aren't you driving? But whatever. You do whatever you want. And then he goes, and he asks Mindy, who's on the couch, and he's like, is there beer? She just goes, yes, Richie, there's beer in the basement. And he goes, do you want to come with me? And she goes, no, but you were right to ask. And he goes, I'll be right back. And they stop, so then they just kind of have that moment of, like, uh-huh. And that's funny. Um, my text note says, no, Randy, look behind you. Behind you. <laughs> and then my next note says, rip, live, LOL. So sad. It's a fucking brutal, like, it's so fucking quick. Amber's got good fucking aim. She pulls that gun out and shoots her immediately. Yeah. I won't hesitate, bitch. <laughs> Literally that line. And then my next note says, welcome to Act 3. None of my notes make any sense at this point. This is just all capital letters. I think there are people in my house. There's a dog barking. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Ghostface. What? The boyfriend? Okay, but How? Um, you know, I like to guess, but the man was never a suspect. I never suspected this man. You never suspected Richie? Never. Not for a moment. Never. Not for a moment. (coughs) Bless you. 
you. My uh, next note in all caps is after Sam uh, uh, brutally murders. What's your Bridget? name? Bridget? Yes. Oh my god, I have so many fucking notes. <laughs> my note just says, whoa, little Loomis. My next, my next note, way before that, is Sydney says something about there are always two killers. And I say, haha, fuck you, Roman. Haha, <laughs> fuck you, Roman. Um, and I like the back and forth that Sydney and Gail have right before they go in the house. Yes. Of Sydney goes, ready? Gail goes, for this? Never. Uh, and then Amber comes out, shoots Gail. And then Sam hesitates to cut Tara's wrists because Richie is like, oh, Richie's the one who says, there are always two killers, <laughs> not Sydney. Um, Sydney's ghost face call is very good. I love that she just hangs up on him immediately. And he's like, wait, no. <laughs> it's like, she's not. No, that's what that's in reference to. Because as she, before she hangs up, she goes, I'm bored. Yes. And I thought that that was such fucking queen energy. Who else? <laughs> Who else? Who else would do that? Yet another reason to pay Nev Campbell what the fuck she's worth. Oh, I'm still so angry about it. <laughs> Um, and then Richie, like, falls down the stairs to get the gun, and he goes, thank God you're okay, because I really, really wanted to be the one to kill you, and they stab Sam. That's so fucked up. <laughs> they're in the kitchen. They're in the kitchen. Richie goes, you see the last stab movie? And then he goes, not really a fan of scary movies. And he goes, that checks out. That checks out. That tracks. And then he... So the whole reasoning is that <laughs> the stab movies are no longer good. And that's why they're killing people. And Richie goes in this rant about how can fandom be toxic? And that was the funniest sentence ever spoken in a movie, ever. It was in the it was a very like 2013-2014 Tumblr post yeah. type of yeah. a thing. Uh, I felt like I was yeah. in high school again. I know. It really threw me back. <laughs> it was so hard not to laugh out loud in the theater. <laughs> oh my gosh. The funniest line ever spoken. Cinematic history. Um, and then he's looking around trying to find uh, Sam, who has run off and leaving Amber in the kitchen with Gail and Sydney. And Gail yells, you killed my best friend. And Amber goes, yeah, he died like a pussy. Oh. And then they're fighting, and then they throw, like, hand sanitizer on her. <laughs> she gets caught Which at first you're like, that's fucking dumb, but okay. And she gets caught on fucking fire on, on the stove. fucking fire. Her whole body catches on her fire. Whole body. And then Gail goes, enjoy that torch. Because while she's trying to kill Gail, she goes, time to pass the torch. Enjoy that torch. It's fucking brutal. Um, and then my next note is a quote. Never fuck with the daughter of a serial killer. Correct. And my next note says, God damn, she stabs him so many times. That's where my note is. Whoa, little Loomis. Yeah. It's fucking brutal. And she, <laughs> she kind of looked like she liked it. Yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued, intrigued as to where it could go. <laughs> I am uh, perturbed about it, too. I um, worry. My next, 
Right next to it says, Amber looking like a burnt Chucky doll. Oh. <laughs> oh. And then Tara comes out with a gun, shoots her, and says, I still prefer the Babadook. <laughs> um, Chad and Mindy both live. Like and how? Then, like how, though? I think Mindy could have lived. That's Chad, how? I don't think Chad could have lived. No. He gets stabbed a lot. Too many times. Um, Too many stabs. And then they're in the ambulance and Tara goes, can you take us to a different hospital this time? And they're like, yeah, absolutely. Don't worry about it. <laughs> he goes, oh, no, that's a crime scene now. We weren't going to take you there. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to take you there. It's a crime scene. Um, let these fuckers, or these fuckers can die in anonymity is my last note. I have three notes. Okay. Uh, both of them, I believe, were Nev Campbell quotes. I could be wrong. Please don't be mad if I'm wrong. Um, that's okay. I'm not going to be mad. <laughs> I'll survive. I always do. Oh, yes. That's her. Am I going to be okay? Eventually. Yes. Uh, and then this last one is during the closing credits. For Wes. True. And I thought that that was beautiful. And that's my last It was one. very nice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> all right do you feel ready to rate it i feel ready beautiful i'm gonna go ahead and give this movie four and a half chainsaws amazing this was a really good movie i would definitely watch this again very nice i am also gonna give this four and a half chainsaws beautiful <laughs> um this is now my second favorite screen movie obviously nothing could beat the original I um, I would agree with that. Yeah. I think that it was a very good way to bring it back. Yes. Um, I remember being super nervous. Just because, I mean, this is my favorite movie of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's a great job. I think it's a wonderful homage to Wes Craven. And I can only hope that they continue honoring... His legacy. Yes, please don't fuck this up. I mean, it sounds like they already have. <laughs> Oops. But maybe, you know, who's, who's to say? say? <laughs> um, one last thing. I have a screenshot of somebody's review on Letterboxd. I they rated it from this. Oh my four God, stars. Yes. <laughs> and it says, imagine almost dying because you only watch elevated horror. <laughs> oh my fucking God. It's just really fucking funny. Imagine. Um, I would like to submit a formal request for a title, please. Okay. I think that the title for this should be for Wes. Oh, for sure. <laughs> okay. That's 100% what it's going to be. Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> All right, well, that was I it. That was uh, The Scream 5, because that's what it is. It's not Scream. It's Scream 5. It's Scream 5. Do the thing. You know the thing. Um, it's my pick next. And pick. I have never seen this movie before. I am going to go ahead and pick I Know What You Did Last Summer from 1997. I can't believe you've never seen this. No. No. It's shocking to me. Uh, I've just never really had the gumption to do it. And then I was like, well, it is summertime and I need a seasonally appropriate film, but also 
I've never seen this one. So here we go. <laughs> All right. All right. Tune in. Uh, and we'll, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>